Alongside Coda the Kid. Now, tell me, partner, you still got that bounty on your head? I didn't know we were leading with the cowboy axes. Oh. <laughs> I told you I was going to do it. I reckon not, Six Shooter Sam. I've been uh, paying my bounties off. You know, you got to do that every now and then. Oh, so you've been paying them, not just killing folks off? No. See, trying to go right. Trying to get off the side of the law. Well, that that's mighty respectable of you, Cody the Kid. I, I look yeah. up to that. You're, you're quite a role model too. among outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Six Shooter Sam. I appreciate that. All right. That was fantastic. Thank you for I playing along, Cody. Um, I don't know. We might go back to cowboy accents when we get to our feature presentation, which, as you could maybe guess, is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, but... We've got some some special stuff we got to talk about first, so let's just do that in our regular voices because I, f- I feel like people yeah. probably don't want to hear our cowboys for, <laughs> for too long. Let's see here. Um, all right. Well, as you may or may not know, if you're just listening to this, we are recording this podcast live. We are streaming on Twitch right now during Extra Life. Um, we thought this would be a real fun thing to do. We'd never done a live stream before. We're like, yeah, maybe we'll screw it up. Maybe we shouldn't do this. But then stuff happened during the week and we weren't able to record the podcast when we planned to. So we said, hey, this this live streaming during Extra Life seems like a great idea. Let's go for it. So uh, we are streaming right now. We got some some buddies in the chat here. Uh, we've got Groon. We've got Aleandro. Oh, Groon said that was so bad. Aleandro says, how dare the video be? Wow, girl. And we've got someone whose name I don't want to say, who says Texas accent here. Okay. Uh, So (laughs) we are streaming during Extra Life. Extra Life is a fundraiser where you pretty much stream video games or any type of games or any type of game talk podcast that you might do and try try to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So... We have been streaming since uh, Thursday. This is this is recording Saturday morning right now. And um, I, I looked this up a minute ago and then I forgot what it was. We've got our goal is $1,500 to raise for Extra Life. We've already raised our, our goal twice now. And we were at at least $1,300 uh, yeah. when, I, when I checked last. So we are doing real good. We appreciate everybody who's been donating for us. Um, but yeah, and if you are interested in donating right now, you can go to geekheartgames.com slash extra life to make a donation, and we appreciate it. So, Cody, it's November 2nd right now, so Halloween is past. Yes. However, you know, we love us we love us some Halloween, we love us some horror, and we're not quite done with it. So we're going to have at least one last horror check-in. I can't, I can't speak to future episodes if we're going to keep this going, but... We watched some stuff right around Halloween, and we want to discuss it. So first off is, of course, the movie Halloween, which was just released in theaters. So, Cody, as our resident horror movie expert, you want to start us off with your your thoughts on the new Halloween movie? Who gave me this title? I don't. I I gave you this title. That's a lot of. I give a lot of pressure. That's what I do. So, I liked Halloween. I just had a lot of issues with it. Um, 
I think it, the music's amazing. The score is really good. That's what um, that's what people come to for a horror movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> the visuals are really cool. Um, I'm not gonna do spoilers, but like yeah. my big takeaway is all these trailers and all this press was like this is Laurie Strode fighting back against Michael, uh, and Laurie Strode's only in the movie for like thirty minutes. That's true. It's true. That's one of my kind of complaints with this movie. As I was watching it, I was like, who's really the lead in this movie? Because like stuff yeah. keeps going back and forth and there's not it doesn't seem like there's a clear focus, um, which, you know, it was fine. But but it was it was like for what you expected it to be her movie. It She was not in it as much as you would have hoped. Um, yeah. And like. Um, I'm not. I wasn't connected to any of these characters that died. Like they, they introduce characters and then they just kind of die really quickly. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, like I have no, like I have no reason to care about that character who just got choked out, whatever. Um, and then like there are characters introduced that just disappear halfway through the movie and you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. I just, I don't know. Um, How did you feel I, like, about Michael Myers being an old man? I thought that was fine. Like yeah. he's a personification of evil. He's gonna do evil things. Um, <laughs> evil does not care about ages. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I just I don't know. Like I don't know what I expected going into it. Yeah. Um, I walked away from it and was like, if Blumhouse is gonna do the Friday the Thirteenth uh, remake, uh, yeah. I hope they don't. I yeah. hope they stay away from it. Because I did not enjoy this movie that much. I liked it, but it was not my cup of tea. Yeah, but you don't want your baby getting that kind of treatment. So yeah, um. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Like I, I mean, I wasn't. I was. I mean, I was a little disappointed. Like I wanted to like it more than I did. Uh, yeah. But there were parts that I really liked. Um, towards the end, there was some cool stuff happening. I will say, in a strange turn of events, there are two children in this movie. And I liked them both, like, a lot. Normally, I oh, hate children yeah. in movies, but these two kids were great. Um, I really liked them. So that was, that was fun. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, just... If you like... I mean, you know, you can see it. That's... If you want to. Yeah, I mean, look, it's have a good amazing. So, like, it's going to get a sequel and stuff. I don't know. I just hope... Maybe there's a director's cut out there that kind of like gives us a little more time with these characters and gives me a reason to be invested when they die. Um, yeah. There's also like an M. Night Shyamalan twist towards the end, and I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, well, you know, um, sure. I don't know. Just some choices I would not have made if this was my movie, but I'm not <laughs> a director. I'm a cowboy. All right. So that is Halloween the movie. So now let's have a quick discussion about Tales of Halloween. The movie? What is this? Yeah. Um, so this is a Netflix original, I think. Okay. Uh, and it's just a anthology of ten short stories on Netflix. Um, and like they've got a lot of like well-known actors uh, in them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just people who show up in a lot of stuff, like cameo roles and stuff. Uh, but like, there's one story I want to talk about in particular because it was batshit crazy, and I loved it. So about midway through, I want to say five or six, there is this, uh, let's say, stand-in for Jason Voorhees, where it's this dude with a disfigured face, wearing a hockey mask, in some blue, some overalls, like in part two that Jason mm -hmm. has, and he's murdering people, and he's chasing down this girl, and he kills her. And as he kills her, 
a spaceship shows up <laughs> and beams down this little, like, not even like t- fucking two inch tall claymation alien. It's the cutest little alien you've ever seen. And he's like, looks up at Jason, stand in, and is like, trick or treat, in the cutest voice I have ever heard. And I'm like, what's happening? And so he just keeps saying trick or treat over and over. And like the Jason stand is just like, oh, oh, like, I don't know what you want. Um, and so the Jason standing gets so annoyed that he stomps on this alien. And you're like, oh. Then things take a turn. This mama and alien. The alien no, 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 no. The alien turns into like a little clay and goes inside the girl's mouth that Jason Stanton just killed. Okay. Pretty much turns her into a demon. Okay. And they have like a super like badass fight where like Jason Stanton gets his arm cut off and like grabs a chainsaw. Uh, the alien possessed chick is now slashing it to Jason Stanton with an axe. And it ends. And they're both dead. And the little claymation alien morphs out of the girl's body and then just looks at the camera and goes, Trick or treat! Bad shit crazy. That sounds amazing. But I loved it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. I guess just, and there's a lot of good like uh, little shorts in here. Like um, They kind of just like play with different tropes. They're, this one is about this kid who's going to go egg a house. And like right as about the egg a house... A person walks out and like grabs his hand and like leads him inside, and you're kind of like, oh, he's gonna get, he's gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out the guy's ex he's with the house was a demon, and he's like, I'll show you a trick, and they follow him doing incredibly bad shit. Like they give this kid a gut at some point, and at the end of the skit, they come back to the house and uh-huh. they walk in. It turns out the kid's been tied up in the house past 24 hours. The little person you thought was a kid was another demon. <laughs> And so he sends the kid out, and the kid gets arrested because the they thought that it was the demon was him. And I was like, "This is amazing! Like, I love this. <laughs> it's stupid. There's actually some really good stories in there. Um, it's only about an hour long, and there's only oh, ten wow. little skits, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's some that made no sense, but uh, it's just a, it was a fun thing to watch on Halloween. Okay. I was like, "Oh, this, this seems interesting. That's cool. I definitely recommend it for yeah. bored. <laughs> Would you recommend it more or less than Halloween the movie? A little bit less. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's a couple of mediocre recommendations, but let me say one thing that I highly recommend is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Um, I started this and at first it took me like maybe like half an episode to really warm up to Sabrina because at first I was like, I don't know if I really like her, but then she grew on me and I liked her and I finished the series now and I love it. Your profile right there looks real funny with that hat. I highly Sorry. I like it's, it. I don't think it's on properly. No, <laughs> well, it's obviously weird. not on properly. That's yeah. not how cowboys uh-huh. wear their hats. Um, but yeah, this this show is fantastic. It is so dark. Like, I haven't read the comics for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but I assume that they are this dark as well. But I mean, it's clearly yeah, the, the Church of the Night worships Satan and they are... I mean, they don't, some of them don't seem like bad people. They're just like regular people. And like, this just happens to be the, the church they go to instead of like a church yeah. of God. Um, and it, so it Hilda is played by, I forgot to look up her name, but she plays Etta in the Wonder Woman movies. 
Do you know who I'm talking oh, okay. about? And yeah, she yeah, yeah. is fantastic. I love her so much because she's she's a similar type of character where she's just like real smiley and friendly and happy and stuff. And then Aunt Zelda is just like really a bitch. She's real cranky all the time. Uh, so they play off of each other really well. Uh, Sabrina has this cousin named Ambrose who lives in the house with them. He's under house arrest because he tried to blow up the Vatican something um and he's a great character too yeah as you do i guess when you're a warlock um but he's a lot of fun um salem the cat is it's not in it much but apparently their familiars are actually goblins who take on an animal form and so sometimes like you see the goblin form for stuff uh but salem's pretty cool although like i swear i saw pictures of salem on the red carpet at the premiere and i think salem had like a little white patch under his his or her chin and not in the show. So I don't know if he got, he's getting his fur dyed to be like a total black cat, but, but anyway, that's cool. Um, I really enjoy her friends. Just like everything about it, this atmosphere, the way they do it. Um, a lot of the time, the, sh- the scenes are shot so that like the edges of the screen are a little bit blurry and it just gives it this really like mystical kind of scary uh, creepy feel to it that that is really fun and I really like it so um, I can't wait for the next season or part as they're calling it to come out um, there were 10 episodes in part one um, and it ends very interestingly so I can't wait to see what happens next but this is one that I highly recommend and it's it's uh it's not one of those slow burns where you might get bored watching it I was thoroughly entertained the whole time so I think you guys should check it out it's a good one so yeah i definitely want to check it out uh there's just too many tv shows and then there's too many video games and so it's a conundrum yes i would agree with that um all right let's see i guess moving along let's talk about some games that we've been playing um now i'm going to start this off with the tetris effect because this is super relevant right now if you have been uh wait, wait. I, I lost my train of thought there because I looked down at the chat and we got somebody new. I socks dicks. Oh no, I don't want to say that. Oh no, this is a bad name. Oh my god. Oh dear. No, that's why I don't. All right, you should be in charge of the chat. I don't want to watch the chat anymore. You be in charge of the chat. Um. Okay. So that's a name. That's a name. That's all right. A name. All right. That's a yeah. name. Okay. All right. Uh. Okay. We're talking about games. We're talking about Tetris Effect right now. Because this weekend, right now, there's a free demo that you can get on PlayStation to try out Tetris Effect. And just for the record, you do not have to have VR for this game. You can play it just regularly. And let me tell you, I am I am hooked on this game. I played like a minute and I was like, oh yes, I love this. And I'm coming from a place where I was not at all excited about this game. I was like, this is... I mean, it's just going to be another Tetris game. It's going to have some fun stuff going on in the background, whatever. Like, do we really need another Tetris game? And, like, Paul Tamayo from the Optional Podcast, like, he loves Tetris. And he was, like, going on and on about how great this game was. And I was just like, eh, yeah, whatever. I, mean, I guess he's just a crazy Tetris person. Uh, but now I'm like, oh, no, I get it. I totally get it now. So I don't know if I'm going to do an adequate job explaining why this is so cool. But what happens is you start... Your Tetris, and you just like there's a little Tetris part kind of small in the middle of the screen, and then most of the screen is just filled with other graphic stuff, which honestly, most of the time, I'm not even looking at that. Like, it just kind of it's there in the background, but it's not really something that I, I see consciously. Um, 
But what's important is the music and the sounds that happen in this game. And oh my god, it looked like a ghost just tipped your hat. <laughs> what just happened? That was I, I shook my head and it uh Oh my god. Oh, I, I think I found out a way to Alright, we'll do there that. Yeah. You, you got the jaunty tilt to the hat. It's looking good. Um but yeah, so it starts off, and when you start a level, usually, or the ones I played, it's it's there's not much going on at first, and like as you're moving your pieces and turning your pieces, there will be little sound effects that are part of the song, like different, not really notes, but different sounds that go with the song. And as it progresses, like as you go, the the song speeds up, and there's like more builds into it, and it's just like this gradual thing. And then, like as you're getting towards the end of the level, it just like builds to this climax. And then sometimes you think you're just like, oh, this instrumental stuff is real beautiful. And then all of a sudden, like a voice will come in and start singing, and you'd think it would be yeah. distracting, but it's really beautiful. And it's while that's going on, also your um, your controller is like vibrating in your hand, like matching the beat. So it's just like, you just feel that you are totally a part of the song and you are like making music while you're doing your Tetris movements. And it's just like, I don't know, it just got me so hard, this music, because I have this weird thing about me. Sometimes when I'm listening to music, usually some type of instrumental or like electronic instrumental, uh, like if it just like gets me in my emotional core, I don't know why, like I'll like get really choked up. And so like, cause it's just so beautiful and like, you know, so that happened while I was playing Tetris, um, which is a weird thing to say, but it's just, it's amazing. It's hard to describe, but it's free this weekend and you should go get it right now and try it out and just see which thing, use your headphones. Obviously that's how you're going to get the best sound out of it. But, uh, but I, yeah, it's great. So you're going to, you're going to try it later on your stream, right? Yeah, I'm gonna try it later today. Um, I downloaded it last night. I'm super excited to try it because uh, Byron was playing it last night after we played That's You. And he mm -hmm. was like, "Oh, people like singing and stuff." And I saw some gameplay on Twitter, and I was like, "I like me some Tetris. I could play this." Like, it's amazing. So, and like, I'm excited to try it out. There's only like three main levels that you get to play in the demo, but they have a pretty diverse uh, style of, of song, somewhat diverse mm -hmm. style of song. I, don't know, I thought it was really cool. So. Um, I just, I don't know. Guys, go try it. It's great. It's fine. You're doing good with that hat, Cody. Don't worry about it. It's great. Okay, I'll do my best. All right. All right. So you are going to tell me about something called Maple Story 2 that I've never heard of. Uh, yeah. So, okay. You know, we're, we're coming back to the hat later. Okay. Um, I'll just hold it like this, like a good cowboy. There you go. Um, so if you've never heard of Maple Story, Maple Story 1 was this like 2D side scrolling, um, adventure game. Uh, like it did have like multiplayer options where like you could run into people in the world, um, but for Maple Story Two, they went full MMO and like it's 3D or not 3D uh, third person, but it's 3D. What am I talking about? Um, it's third person and you can pick a class and make a character and you're in this living world. Um, and I was like, I've been hearing all these good things about it because like I love MMO, so I keep up with them. Uh, and so I was like, oh, let me try it. So I picked a Berserker class, which is like a dude who uses a giant great sword. Um, and something like early on that I really liked was that they kind of use uh, single player role playing game conventions where like you are the main character of your own story. Like they call by you by your name. Mm -hmm. um, 
and like each i think each class has their own starting area and so like my character started on an island that's completely different from like the rune blade starting island um and the person training me is completely different than the rune blades trainer um rune blade, rune blade sounds amazing i don't know why you were in that class I saw someone play that and it seemed a little spammy, but then I oh, okay. started playing the great sword guy and it's all a little spammy. Um, yeah. The combat feels good. Like uh, I'm playing on my my laptop and my laptop's not the greatest for gaming, yeah. um, but everything feels very fluid. And like my biggest complaint, and maybe I just need to like go into the settings and change it is WASD is not movement. It's abilities. So I'm using the... <laughs> arrows to why move would, and i'm not used to it so i'm like uh, oh, oh god do that that's just horrible well, i think there is another option to have it where like your mouse moves the camera and then you move your character with wasd but yeah. i didn't find that setting yet okay. but yeah. i believe it is a setting okay um i'm having a good time with it i think the story is really interesting uh there's like each class is based on one of these ancient heroes who saved the world previously. Mm -hmm. um, and then this darkness shows up and starts kidnapping the heroes. And you have to become the hero. Okay. Um, I'm about level five or six. I got played about an hour and a half last night. And, like, you rank up pretty quickly. Um, and, like, it's cartoony and, like, doesn't take itself seriously. Like, legitimately, yeah. there's this guard who acts super tough. And he's like, why don't you just go inside and find out? And you go inside and you talk to this guy. And then the guard comes like bursting in through the door and it's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's chasing me. And falls. And a little puppy comes Aww. bouncing in the door. Um, and so you have to go save the guy. Um, <laughs> and like you make friends with this guard. And like, I was like, this is interesting. Like, uh, it's not taking itself too seriously. Uh, and like, I don't know, I'm having fun with it. Uh, like it's got like dungeons and raids, so I'm like, oh, should I like maybe I'll invest some time in this game and like get that far in it? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure yet, but yeah, like it's a fun game. I definitely think it's free, so like all you gotta nice. do is download. Uh, you go to Maple Story Two, play Maple Story Two. I want to say is what it's called. dot com, mm -hmm. um, and you download a launcher, and then you gotta download the game, and the de game downloaded in like 30 minutes for me, and nice. I don't have the best internet as well, so I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of customization options. Like, uh, you can really like make the character look like yourself if you wanted to. Okay. Um, so I just just kind of like make my guy look like an anime guy, whatever. Um, yeah. Biggest complaint, as always, is the oversexualization of women in this video game. Yeah. Uh, every menu for some reason has some sprite girl like bending over. <laughs> I don't understand. No. Like. Yeah. I guess somebody out there is like, woohoo, but not me. I'm just kind of like, okay, let's <laughs> get this fuck off my screen. Um, but yeah, uh, Maple Story 2, a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to keep playing it, and we'll check back in with that maybe in a couple of weeks, see where I'm at with it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, there's an oh, <laughs> there's a hat accident for you. So. Yeah, I just punched myself in the face with that. That really hurt. Anyways. It's dangerous being a cowboy. So It is. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, so next... I have been playing a lot of Starlink Battle for Atlas, and I have to say, like, 
because I was really interested in this game when I first saw the trailer mm -hmm. at like E3, I think a year ago or something. Uh, but I was like, if you have to buy these stupid toys to affix yeah. to your controller, then I'm, I'm out. Like, I don't want to deal with that. That's some bullshit. So right around the time it was getting released, I found out that you do not have to have the physical toys. You can just buy like a pure digital edition and you can just do the stuff all in the game. You don't need anything physical. So I was like, well, that's cool. Maybe I should maybe I should get this. But freaking like PS4 has it for $75 because you have to get like an advanced digital pack or something. You can't just get like a regular game pack. So I was like, I don't know that I want to pay that much for this game. But then Switch has it for just $60 for the base game. And you get some stuff to start with. But on the Switch, you also get the Fox McCloud uh, Star Fox stuff, which you yeah. don't get that if you get ps4 or xbox um so i was like this seems like a a win-win situation to get it on switch so that's what i did and you get i think seven pilots to start with and you get five ships and 12 weapons and i've found that that is plenty as i mean as far as i've gotten in the game which uh yeah. i'm about 15 hours into it which i was like have i really played that much i guess i have i'm liking this um so basically you are just this is like i kind of think of it as baby's first no man's sky because it's very similar <laughs> to no man's sky in that you're going to these worlds exploring like you have to scan the animals to learn about the animals there you have to gather resources and then you have to go fight some stuff uh but the really good thing about this game is like it 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 wants it to be easy and it wants it to be fun for you. So like everything along the way, it's like, oh, here, you can do this. Here's how you do this. And it gives you really good tutorials. And it's got, I mean, the missions are good because you've got your main missions. And then like every time you go to like the different types of stations on a planet, you can get missions from them there. And then if you're just like flying around the planet, doing whatever it is you want to do, even if you're like kind of on a mission at the time, it's got this option where you just push up on the D-pad and it's like, give me a mission. So like if you didn't, if you weren't doing something you liked or you wanted to do something else, you can just at any time request a mission and it'll just give it to you. So it's like, it's really guiding you as far as like knowing what to do. And so you're not just lost and wandering and trying to figure stuff out. Um, the scenery on it is fantastic, which I think that's, it's pretty similar to, to No Man's Sky. It's got just like the brightly colored, weird looking stuff that's alien yeah. and, and just, I like that kind of stuff. I'm really into it. So like I recently got to a planet, which I think is like a, a stinking bog of a planet kind of, but it looks beautiful because there are these like, uh, like big puddles of water, I guess. They're not like deep, but like you kind of skim your spaceship or along the ground. And so like you can like kind of plop on this water and it makes really fun water sound effects when you're hitting the water. So I like to do that because I'm weird and I like weird sound effects. Um, but yeah, so when you're on a planet, most of the time you're just like operating kind of like a skimmer on the surface and you just like fly around very easily. You've got a boost that you can do to go faster. Um, and then you've got this... Uh, I, you get a little hop, like you can do a little jump with your ship, which I guess it's just like a short little vertical air boost. And it took me quite yeah. a while to like master this because there are some jumping puzzles in this game that are really hard. Like you wouldn't think a spaceship would have jumping puzzles, but it does. Uh, and I eventually figured out like I was just like pushing it once to kind of jump and then trying to control it. But really, you need to like hold that down. So you've got like a more controlled thrust as you're jumping. So I eventually kind of got the hang of it. 
But uh, so you've got that for navigating around the planet. And then if you want to go up into space or even when you're on the planet, if you just like have a, a ways to go, you can do your more your big engine and that will like launch you up into the air and you can break the atmosphere with that. And you've also got a boost while you're doing that. Uh, so you get around these planets pretty quickly. It's it's never like too long of a like, oh, what am I doing? Although sometimes when you're in space and you're trying to go to like a different planet or something that can take like a minute or two, um, but the maybe fun thing, maybe annoying thing about your hyperspace travel is while you're going really fast in space, these outlaws have set traps for you. So as you're flying, you'll see this like kind of purple gel-like substance starting to cloud your screen and there'll be like little holes and you have to like fly directly through the hole because if you hit the gel, you trigger the trap and then you stop and outlaws come fight you. So, uh. Uh, which is kind of cool, it's fine. Um, I, I did my first outlaw base the other day. I just came back to it because I tried to do it earlier. And as soon as I got close to it, I just got destroyed. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and what happens if you destroy a ship, you can either pick to switch to one of your other ships or you can go respawn back somewhere else far away. Um, and if you just decide to keep going in the fight, um, you can repair your broken ship later. But like you can't get it while you're fighting but that's fine um while you're fighting you can uh just on the fly like pause and switch the weapons that you're using so there's different types like there's heat cold kinetic gravity uh i don't remember what the other ones are and based on the enemy types uh they're weak to certain weapons so like you might be fighting ones where you want to use your fire stuff over here but then you fly along and you've got gravity ones and so you have to like switch your weapons to to do that and you can make different loadouts and have different pilots and stuff i haven't really noticed oh, okay let me see so each pilot has its own like ultimate ability that you can use during a fight uh you know me and ultimates like i always forget about them so like i yeah I never use them. So, like, I've used, like, this one girl's, like, once, and then, like, I don't think I've used anyone else's because I just never remember to use it. Um, but I think that would be the benefit for using different pilots. And, like, some of them have different skill trees where you can level up different things. Um, but otherwise, it's like, I don't feel like you need a, a bunch of different pilots. And they level up separately, so they only level up if you're playing them. So if you get one highly leveled, then you don't really want to go back and use a low-leveled one. So that's kind of meh. And really, I haven't noticed much of a difference in the ships either, because you get different mods that you can put mm -hmm. on them to, like, to increase speed or increase defense. So even like the tank one that's supposed to be slow, like I put enough mods on it that it was really fast. I was like, oh, it seems the same to me now. So Well then. Yeah, yeah, but uh, just the gameplay is really fun. Like, obviously, I can sit and play it for hours uh, and have a good time, which I can't say about uh, No Man's Sky because I hated that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I I highly recommend it. I think if you want like a fun, it's it's a cartoony kind of story, you know, like you got to mm -hmm. band the universe together to go fight this evil. Uh, but it's fun. There's, the characters are fun. The people that talk to you on the planets. Are, are a good time they've got fun accents better than my cowboy accent but uh yeah <laughs> and it's just it's visually very pretty and it's just it's easy fun to play and the easy settings are pretty easy like i um i started off on easy because you know i like that and eventually i was like oh this isn't really a challenge so I, I bumped it up to normal so if uh if you were concerned about something being too hard this one's not going to be that for you so so yeah 
I recommend it. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we were uh, both kind of concerned about the uh, Toys of Life thing, and I, I had even asked the GameStop employee, and he was kind of like, think there's a digital option? I'm yeah. not really sure, though. And I was just like, yeah, I feel like they could have marketed this a little bit better. Um, I definitely want to give it a shot if it ever goes on sale, because it yeah. does look like a lot of fun, and that Star Fox stuff looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. There, he's got, like, uh, quite a... This might be, like, common knowledge, but he's got, like, a posse of other animal characters that are with him yeah. that are a lot of fun. I, I didn't know that before, so so I like it. Yeah. Cool. That's good to hear. All right. Cody, this is another instance where you've got some type of super secret game that I know nothing about that you were going to surprise me with. Hats off. So. Um, So after we found out we were not going to be able to stream during the week, uh, I was like, well, I want to make this special. I want to do something. Uh, So I I got home. I was like, all right, let me me play something real quick. So I look over my games, and I'm like, ah, Destiny, nah, I'm kind of tired of that right now. What? Uh, what? Not tired. Okay, not tired. Like, tired. Like, I was just like, I don't want to play that right now. I've done a lot of stuff this week in it, so I'm good for the week until Extra Life. I was like, ah, Call of Duty, not right now. I don't want any 10-year-old Joe at me. And I was like, ah, Overwatch, I need to get on there and buy that skin eventually. How much this? Oh. Hey, Resident Evil 7. Let me put that in real quick. So I busted in Resident Evil 7. And I made some progress because this hat's falling. Oh my God, um, hat's falling too. So I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna try and figure out this bunk, this basement room. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna kill these fucking zombies or mm-hmm. whatever they're supposed to be called. I kept dying, and then this tip came up, and it was like, the scorpion key is the secret to getting the shotgun. And I was like, what does that mean? So I started exploring the house a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I walk into this room, and Sam, I don't know how I missed this room. <laughs> but I turn to my right, and I'm like, that's a fucking scorpion door. I have the key for that. Open it up. Do you want to know what's directly on my left? The damn fucking fake shotgun I gotta go put it in the damn statue's hands. So I made some progress. I got the shotgun. I turned off the game. Uh, but <laughs> hey, well, I made progress. made progress. I got the shotgun now. I'm going into that basement. I'm killing the fuck out of this stuff. So... That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. I that made, made me so excited. Um, yeah, making progress finally in that game. So maybe I'll eventually beat it in three years. Okay. One <laughs> thing I want to ask. So you're down. I know where you were down in the basement having your problem. Did you mm-hmm. did you pick up the card key? Because you have to have the card key to get through this one door. No. Okay. I don't think I found that yet. That might so be your wonder. problem too, because if you okay. keep like messing right. with these guys, but you don't have the card key, it's like, because uh, there's a spot where there's a lot of zombies in this room, and if you time it right, you can just like run past them and use the key card to open the door and just go past them and not deal with them, because huh. uh, it's one of like Good the big know. hard guys that's that's in the room there. So you just have to make sure you have that key card. So all right, but yeah, I'll keep that in mind for when I go back into it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, you know, I'm going to make some progress here. I'm going to figure this out. Oh, my God. It warms my heart. I remember the <laughs> last time you had a super secret segment, and I remember I texted you. I'm like, oh, my God. Did you play Resident Evil 7 again, and you love it, and that's the this secret? This is why and then it wasn't. I put the super secret. I was like, I okay. Like all right. You're a good man, Cody. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, nice. Um, is right. there a chance you'll be playing more of that later today while you're streaming? Uh, possibly yeah i mean i, I want to play some single player stuff uh yeah. not really i'm not in the multiplayer mood right now kind of yeah even though i'm about to play call of duty after this so who knows it's, all good. it's good it's good fun 
All right. Uh, so now it's time for our feature presentation. Uh, I am not sure. Do we do we go back to the cowboy accents or are we good? I don't know. What do you? What do you uh, well, do? we should probably tell people what we're reviewing. We're reviewing uh, that there Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. And uh, the life of Arthur Morgan and his gang. And his hat's falling again. Boy, howdy! Let's uh, let's get Boy. right to it. Uh, Cody, right, yeah, uh, you uh, are we done? Are we done with the accents? We yeah, we're done with the cowboy yeah. accents. Okay, that really good, hurt. Good, good. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, we gotta save our voices for streams later. It's fine. Um, yeah. So you have a history with Red Dead. You loved the first one. It's one of your favorite games. Uh, yes. Also made you have an appreciation for just westerns in general. Um, I played the original Red Dead for a short amount of time, and I didn't care for oh. it. So, oh. yeah, that was, that was too bad. The shooting was hard. I couldn't figure stuff out. I was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. The GTA games are very terrible at shooting. Yeah. Um, thank God for auto-aim. So, so good. Yes. Which, all right, we'll get to that. But do you want do you want to start off with uh, Red Dead and just, what are you thinking, yeah, uh, partner? So, uh, hat keeps on. Um, I was a little on the fence about Red Dead um to when it first like i was like i was like i don't know if i'm getting it yeah and then like three days before it came out i was like i'm gonna buy it just you know yeah. i need some I'm, i need something to play until anthem gets here um and so i bought it downloaded it and i didn't play a lot of it the day it came out um i played maybe like an hour and that was my kind of thing is like i wasn't playing good chunks of the game mm-hmm. i was playing like an hour here and there yeah. over a couple of days it hasn't <laughs> In until like the past three days, and I've actually sat down and played for longer than an hour. Like, okay. I've been playing some like four hour chunks. I think the game is absolutely gorgeous. Like, it's breathtaking some of the sights you can find in this game. Like, you ride up on a mountain covered in snow, and you're like, Ooh, that's that's pretty. Um, snow physics, holy shit, those are pretty crazy. Um, I have some issues with it that we'll get to in a second. Um, but like. I don't. I don't think it's a good game to play in one-hour chunks. I find I have been enjoying myself more when you go in and you play the three to four-hour chunks because you kind of can get a little bit more done. Mainly because uh, a lot of the time you're just riding a horse. Um, yeah. And you know what, what can you do about that? I mean, maybe we had some fast travel there, uh, Rockstar. Um, Eventually, there is fast travel, but I hear it's not the greatest fast travel. Yeah. Um, what are your kind of initial thoughts sam before we get into more detailed stuff what do you think my initial thoughts are um i I don't think you're a fan of this game i believe i read a discord comment (laughs) from you saying uh you're not enjoying yourself um what are some of the reasons um so i played my first chunk of the game about two and a half hours of the game right and when i got done with that i was like man i feel like i really only like played as far as did something interesting myself for about 30 to 40 minutes of that two and a half hours uh the rest of the time was spent either riding a horse or wagon or watching some cutscenes. and i mean it's it's okay you know it's like this is like a a real long i would say it's like a movie but it's not it's like a, a long run tv show where you're getting to know these characters and like at first we saw Dutch and the gang, and I was like, oh, Dutch 
like he seems kind of cool like i actually think i i like him i kind of like this gang mm-hmm. thing like i didn't think that i would feel much of an affinity to the gang characters but i i did i enjoyed that um when i got into the combat like the shooting felt surprisingly good because of that aim assist that they've got turned on for this good job that was fantastic because i was prepared to be like oh this is gonna be horrible but now it really helps you out with that the dead eye is really cool to let you just mark your shots and then do that so that that was fun um it's just i mean it's so slow cody you know you know i've talked about how easily i get bored when things are slow uh so it's just like it's just like that's all this is and um I kind of knew that I probably wasn't going to like this going into it, but, you know, we talked about it. I, did, I mean, I like getting a game just to be able to experience it and be like, you know, this is this game is going to be a big deal. Like, it's doing stuff. Like, I want to be in the know and have tried it and see, you know, have my own opinion about it. So I went ahead and got it. And also because, I mean, I really wanted to wear cowboy hats during the podcast. So <laughs> uh, that was an influence. But here's the thing. The day before this game came out, I was reading the Kotaku review by Kirk Hamilton, and I just want to read you a part of it, which this is only a part of it. It's taken out of context, which entirely sums up my feelings about it, but he goes on to talk about the benefits of this game later. But this is what I read before I bought it. It is defiantly slow-paced, exuberantly unfun, and wholly unconcerned with catering to the needs or wants of its players. I was like, oh boy. That sounds like a winner for me. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just not that into it. Like I want to go do something fun. Like honestly, I played this game, and then I was like, I'm so disappointed. Right? I kind of had like not the best day. Like I was like, I saw Halloween the movie, and I was like, ah, this is only okay. And then I got red, and I'm like, I'm really not having a good time. I was like, I need something, you know, and that's why I decided to buy Starlink Battle for Atlas. I bought it immediately after <laughs> playing Red Dead. So I was like, I want something fun. And I don't know if this game will be fun, but it's probably not worse than Red Dead. Um, but I mean, despite that, it does have like really good points. And I I'm I'm sad that I'm not into it more and not willing to invest the amount of time it would take to get into like the 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 deep parts of this game because um, like the character development so far has been pretty fun and like Arthur Morgan seems like a fun guy he's got some really funny jokes he was talking to some guy I don't know if it was Uncle or whatever and he was like yeah you're my you're my favorite parasite dude or whatever and he's like no actually actually ringworm's my favorite you're my second favorite and then he's like no no wait there's one more that he liked more than him i I was like rats bearing the plague are my second favorite so you're my third favorite and i'm just like he's really funny so and then there was the part where uh he's driving the ladies into town on the wagon and they start singing that really dirty song I was like, oh, oh yeah. my god, this is amazing. And just the way they did it, like, they would have them, like, they wouldn't be synced up. And then one of them screws it up and it's like, oh, I messed it up. And then they start again. And it's just, like, it's really cool, the stuff they have in there like that. Um, but I'm just, like, I'm not I'm not willing to go through the slog of everything else to, to get to the good parts. So I'm probably done with Red Dead until online comes out. And then I'll see how I feel about online. And if I don't like it, this thing's going, uh, getting traded in. So, 
Um, yeah. But you've got more positive opinions you know, on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, as I once once I got into the game, um, my kind of initial thoughts changed. My initial thoughts were kind of like, I don't know how to feel about Arthur Morgan, um, mm-hmm. because in Red Dead One, like I knew, like yeah, John Marston is a bad guy, but he's trying to do the right thing by his family, like trying to like go on this path of goodness. Um, and so I was like, I don't know how to play Arthur Morgan. Like, I don't know Arthur Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I got about, like, I'd say about 10 hours in that I was kind of like, okay, I know who Arthur Morgan is. Arthur Morgan is loyal. Like, he is loyal to this gang. He mm-hmm. wants the best for this gang. Um, he's going to do whatever Dutch asks him. And, like, he's really looking out for himself. But, like, he's not an inherently bad person. But he's not an inherently good person. So I'm s- smack down the middle. Like, if I'm like, hey, I need money. I'm gonna rob somebody, but like I'm gonna stop and help somebody if I need to. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've been playing the game. It's just like, all right, like I'll do bad stuff, but then also like I'll do some good stuff on the side here and there. Um, I think the big issue is Rockstar's combat has not changed. Uh, like it's very similar to GTA Five, mm-hmm. um, and it's not the best. Um, mashing the X button because I want to ride my horse faster is not very fun to me. Oh uh, my god, I'm so also, sorry. Can I just interrupt for one second about something else? The one thing that made me really, really angry about this game, uh, when you're traveling for quite a while on your horse, you can turn on cinematic mode and just hold down X to let it auto-run for you. But like mm-hmm. every other game that does this, you just hold down the button for a second to lock it, and then you don't have to hold the button down anymore. Like, why are you making me hold down this button for so long? And I'm not, yeah. also, I'm not doing like, anything useful. I'm just holding down a button, and it makes me very angry. Um, I think Assassin's Creed started doing this with Origins, mm-hmm. uh, where you can like hold X and it will follow the road. And I thought it had it for you a little while. Just hold it to lock it. You don't have to. You don't oh, okay. have to keep holding it in Assassin's Creed. And I thought this game had that for a little while because, like, my horse would kind of like go a certain direction, and then I'd just be like, I'd look down at my phone for real quick and look up, and I'm like off in the dirt, like about to fall off a cliff. I'm like, oh no, okay, turn it real quick, Cody. Um, I will say, riding a horse is super fun. Like, going and just like tapping X as fast as I can to like go full speed down a road and just see how far I can go. It's pretty fun to me. Um, and I know it's not fun for everybody. Um. I think if they could like let you customize the color of the reticle, it'd be wonderful because sometimes that white little dot gets lost in the weeds. Um, yeah. Granted, the auto aim is really good, and like yeah. you generally lock on to whoever you're even like looking at. Um, I had a significant amount of trouble locking onto some wolves that were attacking me while I was on horseback. I oh yeah, horseback is very way. rough. That was horrible. I got I got I got jumped by uh, some O'Driscolls, uh, and I was on my horse. And it went bad for me. I died. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. I found out if you die, you lose money. Um, so I was like, ah, shit. First time I died. So I was like, whatever. Um, I got eaten by a bear. I thought, oh, I can do this. Nope. Could not do it. Oh. No. Um, the, I wasn't sure how to feel about the gang. Because in mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 1, you are hunting this gang mm-hmm. down. Like, you're, you're taking them out. Um, I thought the inclusion of John early on was kind of like a like, oh hey, remember this guy? Oh hey, here's Uncle, remember him? Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, like that's cool. Thank you for giving me that. Um, but like, I remember fighting Bill like in Red Dead Redemption One, and I'm just like, I don't like you. I don't like you at all. So I wasn't sure how to feel about that. But like early on, there's some characters I really love. Like I love Lenny. I love Charles. Like mm-hmm. those two characters are amazing. 
Um, a big turning point in this game for me is there's a mission with Lenny where you just go get drunk, and it's the fucking best mission so far for me. Um, <laughs> and like, I love this game. Does feel like a real world? Like I'm, I ride my horse out to go do one mission. And something along the way happens. Like last night, I had uh, a dude just came running out into the middle of the road. And he's like, help me, mister, help me. And I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, I need you to suck the poison out of me. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. It's going to end bad for me. Here's a health cure. <laughs> so I gave him a fucking health cure because I was like, I can go fucking buy one of those real quick. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but in a similar thing, I was riding towards this one place. And this dude's like, oh, mister, can you help me? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, let's cut the small talk. And I'm like, what does he mean? He ripped me off my fucking horse to try to sell my horse. So I shot his ass. I was like, no, it's my horse. I paid money for that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm pleasantly surprised how much I don't. I thought that like, because like when they talked about the camp mm-hmm. and how you had to like yeah. donate stuff yeah. and stuff, I thought that would be really bad. But like there's missions you do that like kind of help with that. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I will say I'm really excited to go hunt these legendary animals because one of the missions has you go hunt a legendary bear. Um, and then if you bring like parts of an animal you hunt to this guy called the trapper, he makes you custom gear. Uh, cool. So I brought that legendary bear pelt to this trapper. That's what I got. Fucking bear helmet. Oh shit. Yeah. That and I awesome. wore that in the town. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I feel like a badass. Yeah. I parked my horse and I'm about to go into the saloon. And this dude looks at me and goes, I wouldn't wear that if I was you, mister. And I was just like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'm going to go back to my regular hat. Um, yeah. That's crazy. And so, like, I've been playing for a bit, and, like, I'm enjoying the game. Like, yeah. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, I... And I've listened to other people review this game, like, on Kind of Funny and What's Good, and I'm kind of, like, looking forward to seeing where the story goes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, my interpretation of Arthur is, like, he's... He's not bad, but he's not good. Yeah. But I, I think eventually there's going to come like an issue with like maybe Dutch um, or somebody. Like it's going to be like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get mm-hmm. out of this life. Because I did a mission last night and like uh, it actually made me tear up because you could see like Arthur Morgan had a life before the game. Mm-hmm. And that life like fell apart and it, like, it kind of sucks for him. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, this got me really good. Like, oh, crap. Yeah. Um, and then I went and stole a, stole a stagecoach. So, I mean, whatever. Like <laughs> uh, you do. Yeah, like you do. That's um, how you deal with emotions. You just go steal something. Yeah. Um, and there's just, there's just a lot of fun stuff in this game. Like, I love playing the knife game. I don't know what they call it, where you just kind of yeah. move the knife around. I enjoyed that game. I played poker last night. I've never played poker in my life, in real life. So I was yeah. like, I don't know how I'm going to do with this. Won like three dollars, so I felt pretty good. Nice. Um, and like, I think my favorite thing is last night. I discovered, I guess, what is supposed to be a murder mystery because I was riding my horse and I looked to my right and I was like, "That was like a bunch of blood." And I like turned my horse around, rode back towards it, and it was a severed foot. Yeah. And I followed this blood path up, and like, there's a, a body that's been ripped to shreds. Yeah. And then I like walked up this side path, and there's a head. That had been like stabbed to a wall and it had a note in it. I pulled the note out and it's like, oh, collect all the clues to discover the murder mystery. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's going to take me some time, but I'm in. Yeah, that um, sounded really cool. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm getting 
kind of to the point where I was with Red Dead One, where like I'm playing this game and I'm just having a great time with it, and like it just took a little while. And like I'm not gonna tell you, Sam, you should play it for a little bit longer and see how you like it, because like it's definitely has its issues. Like mm-hmm. combat's not feel good. Um, some of the mechanics just don't feel good. That's not, and like I think some people give Rockstar a pass for that because it's Rockstar. Um, but like no, like. I really think the combat should have been improved upon, like, mm-hmm. in a lot. Um, I think there just could have been some smarter mechanics put in with the horse, like the follow the road thing. Like, it could yeah. have been, like, it's not... But they're not trying to make it easy for you. They're trying to make it yeah. a realistic cowboy simulator, which I don't really like too much realism in my games, so... <laughs> so they said that was just to be a realistic cowboy simulator. Yeah. Um, so I fought that bear. Yeah. And that bear fucked me up. Yeah. Like, I had bear marks all over me, like, yeah. claw marks. Like, I was bleeding. After about five minutes of riding, those those claw marks just fucking disappeared. I was like, yeah. where did this go? Yeah. Like, I, I should, like, have to, like, go, like, get suited up. Like, make me go the extra mile, at least. Like, I don't want to just be fine in five yeah. minutes. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, overall, I'm really enjoying Red Dead. Um. I know a lot of people are going to like want to talk about like, is this game of the year? I, I don't think this comes close to a game of the year talk. Um, it's a fun game. It's going to be in my top 10, but the like payoff of like God of war was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, this is just a fun game for me to play. And like, I'm, I'm really excited for online. Like, uh, yeah. One of the early missions has you rob a train, and like I was like, I can't wait to do this with a bunch of people, and how awful it's gonna go because one of us is gonna fuck up. Like that'd be me. I'll be the, the one who fucks up. The number of times I've accidentally hit square to like reload my gun, yeah. and I jumped off a cliff. Yeah. Two. Um, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Like also the number of times I'm like, oh, let me run, and I push down on the left stick. And I just mm-hmm. crouch down and start walking real slow, and then I get shot. I'm dead. And I'm like, fuck. You, you can change the controls to make it work that way. So Can you? Okay, I'm going to have to yes. look into that, because yeah. I'm going to tie it fucking spimmin' X. Um, yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, but yeah, uh, like in Red Dead, I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun to play. It's going to hold me over for a long time. And I'm looking forward to playing some more and seeing where Arthur Morgan's story goes. That's my review. Well, and I'll just say my favorite thing about Red Dead right now is seeing all these videos that people post on Twitter where shit just goes wrong. Oh, like they'll yeah. be letting their horse like run for them and then it just like runs into a tree or like totally like, yeah. destroys them. And then like the best one I saw was like this guy's just riding around and he sees a cabin and so he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go check out this cabin. He walks in the front door of the cabin, there's a bear in the cabin. And yeah, it and it's balls of Yes. I was like, oh, shit. That was hilarious. Um, so I love the fun little little things like that. So Yeah. But yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's so many games out. No game's going to be for everyone, and that's fine. It's yeah. Good to, it's good that people enjoy yeah. it. So good for them. But, uh, okay. Let's see. We will get into some news now. First order of news. This is super important. You guys, uh, at BlizzCon, they revealed that Destiny 2 on PC, the base game is free right now until I believe November 18th. And like, this is like free, free. So like you go claim this game right now, you've got it for the rest of time. So, you know me and free games, I highly recommend that you do this because I mean, why not? 
I mean, even if you got it on another platform, our good friend Groon, who played, I think Groon said he was claiming it, like, because he's got it on PS4, yeah, he and he's like, oh, sure, I'm going to go get it on PC, because why not? It's a free game. He's, he's, a, smart, he's a smart lad, I, I approve. Uh, so yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, me and Jess have been playing on PC, and we would love some more PC players, although she's also getting a PS4 soon, so, you know, whatever. But hey, the more platforms, the better, so go get your free games, guys. Have a good time. But yeah. In other BlizzCon news, uh, Cody, you'll have to explain it because I can't keep any of this Warcraft um, stuff straight. I don't know what's what. Yeah, so I uh, should probably take her hats off for a moment of silence. I, mine's too hard um, to get back on. It's, it's, okay, yeah, good point. I'll bow my head um, a little bit. So uh, it's kind of tragic we had to talk about this, but uh, next uh, summer in 2019, uh, the podcast is going to be coming to an end, guys, um, <laughs> because I'm going to be dedicating my life to World of Warcraft Classic. Um, so at BlizzCon they announced in summer 2019 they're releasing uh, World of Warcraft Classic. This is uh, pretty much going back to like day one of World of Warcraft, um, like original graphics, uh, original like this original stuff in the game that's changed over the past like ten years. It's actually been like fifteen. So by original graphics you mean like old, not good graphics. Old, old not good graphics. Okay, and you're excited about this. Hell yeah. Okay, great. Good for you. Because I, I have always wanted to play. Um, like, I've always uh, wanted to play that back then. I didn't. I joined during the Burning Crusade, which was like the first expansion. Okay. Um, and like, there are these things called private servers where you could play these illegally. I did not participate in those. Um, <laughs> totally did not at all. But if I did, I would tell you that they were a lot of fun because it's just nice to see like where the game was and where how far we've come um yeah. and i'm just excited to see i just want to play it you know it's just it's gonna be a lot of fun um uh, and so yeah and then it's like if you have a world of warcraft subscription already it's included in that so you're technically paying for two games at one time and it feels good you know so yeah world of warcraft Classic. okay great and i saw some demo gameplay and it looks really good so and like okay. you can turn the graphics up to make oh, them okay. look a little bit better. Okay, nice. But like, if you want to play the OG, you gotta keep those graphics on low. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they'll have a free trial of it? I would assume so. There's gonna be like a little beta period, I'm sure, so they can test the servers for this because it's technically running on an entirely different, like, not platform, but uh, you know, they have to do their own stuff for that. Okay. Um, and like, this is a big win because like a couple years ago, like, people would ask, like, can we have like a World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft classic server, and they'd be like, you don't want that. Like, you don't want that. And it's like, no, like, people are making these private servers <laughs> and going through the hassle. Like, they clearly would like that. Yeah. Please, come on. And, like, Blizzard started doing, like, shutdowns of different private servers. And, like, one of the biggest one had, like, almost a million people on it. And wow. it's just like, okay, like, yeah. you can make some money off this here. Come on. Jesus. So, good on Blizzard for finally yeah. giving the fans what they want. Um, so yeah, cool. so next summer, no more podcasts. Sorry, guys. It's too bad. We had a, we'll have had a good run by then. He'll be fine. Yeah, we'll have a good run. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't write this down, but are you at all interested in the Diablo Immortal that is coming out on the mobile? Um, taking the hat off again for uh, RIP to you Diablo people. I know how much you want Diablo 4 and Blizzard shit on your dreams. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, eventually, eventually, Diablo 4 is coming, but like, it's fine. I just, all right, we're going to get into Cody 
just corner of rage real quick. Okay. Um, Diablo 3 released in 2012. It's been six years. And you're telling me all you could announce after six years was a mobile game that you're not even developing. Some other companies developing. Oh. Um, fun fact, NetEase it has another game. It plays the exact same way. So they're just throwing on a Diablo skin. <laughs> um, and at first I kind of felt bad for the guy presenting because like you could tell no one wanted this and like the crowd just got silent and he was kind of like, Oh, no one is cheering like I thought they would be. Oh no. And so he gets a little flustered. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's been some clips coming out from the Q and a, uh, yeah. that they had right afterwards. And like, uh, one dude walked up there and was like, like, is this at all being developed for PC as well? Maybe. And they were like, no, it's only for iOS and Android. There's no plan for PC. And the crowd starts to boo. And the developers that are on stage go, don't you all have phones? And it's like, that's not, nope, that's not what you do here. That's not what you do here. Like, no. Wow, that's uh, harsh. And then one dude went up there and was like, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? <laughs> um, that got a lot of cheer. And I was like, good for you, man. Um and I'm sure there's like there's a discussion we had about like oh it's really rude to the developers yeah but like it's really tone deaf when you're like early in the year you're like oh hey we have all these Diablo projects planned yeah. you'll hear about them later this year and you announce Diablo three on Switch cool Diablo three on another yeah. platform and you announce a mobile game and you kind of barely skim like Diablo four is in production like yeah it's been six years like come on at this point like show something like even if you just did what bethesda did at e3 and they're like yeah. diablo 4 up on a screen and say like 2019 people would have been fine with that instead yeah. you led with this mobile game you ended a ceremony with that i think it's just very tone deaf to what people want and i feel bad for diehard diablo fans like i like diablo but i'm not diehard yeah. um but yeah like i just don't agree with that like process at all um I think the phone game does look cool. If my phone can run it, I'll give it a shot. But like, yeah. Other than that, is like, and I think it's it's a little troublesome because like maybe this is like a sneak peek of what Diablo Four could do. But like, the phone game is going to be able to have six people on the screen. In Diablo Three, all you can have is four. Oh, from what wow. I understand. So like, maybe when Diablo Four comes out, we'll have like six person because they kept saying like MMORPG with it or MMORPG. Mm-hmm. It's an action RPG. Maybe this is like a sneak peek of what's to come, and like they're, this is all they can really show right now. Um, but I just I think it's very tone deaf. I think you should have just came out and be like, "Hey, Diablo Four will come out next year." Do you think and it's really going to come that. out next year? I don't know at this point. I know it's in development. Yeah. They've said it's in development, yeah. but like, and I just kind of wonder, like, is are they using like did the Diablo team go to other teams to work on stuff? Oh. Because I know like earlier in the ceremony, one of the guys said that. Uh, the new World of Warcraft lead worked on Diablo as well yeah. as World of Warcraft at the same time. So I wonder if like they've just split teams up and like Diablo has not been a major focus because Diablo three has been doing well. Um, yeah. No, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. As long as it's still making the money, just, they probably don't feel like a huge yeah, that's the thing. reason to that's, to make the next one. So. Yeah, that's the thing. If it's making money, it's why even make a new one. Um yeah. And they're going to make a bunch of money off this game. So I'm sure somehow you'll get microtransactions in this. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. But I feel bad for you Diablo people. I'm sorry. Um, hopefully you survive these rough times. <laughs> Come to the World of Warcraft side. 2019. Summer. 
we'll, we'll take and, you in. And we'll check out you. those really awesome old school graphics with like. Very Sam, don't make me come fight you. Don't make me come fight you. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not for everybody. What we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll have a, a little a duel. We'll have ourselves a duel here. Oh, we'll go. Six shooter Sam got me. <laughs> Fastest draw yeah. in the West. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I think we only have really one other bit of news, and it's like another one that I really don't care about at all. Um, so there was a Nintendo Direct about Super oh, Smash yeah, Brothers. Yeah, we talking about this. And I, I'm like, wow, like another 40 minutes about Super Smash Brothers. I feel like they've already done that. Like, oh my God, there's, I don't know. Cody, what, what do you think? Generally, we don't like to agree with each other on Smash Brothers, Sam, but uh, I will agree with you here. 40 minutes was a very long time, um, especially for what they announced. Um, <laughs> so first off, the two new fighters, Cannon and Incineroar, really cool. Uh, I think Incineroar is going to be my main because the second they said wrestling moves uh, and I saw him get throw someone into the ropes. Oh, nice. I was, I was like, hell yeah. And then he does a German suplex and I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. You got me. Incineroar is my boo. Okay, I don't, I don't know what he looks like because I didn't watch this at all. But Incineroar sounds fantastic. Just that name, I'm, I'm 100 behind yeah. that. Um, I was so like the days leading into this Smash Direct, there have been a lot of leaks. There was like a Snapchat story about some dude in marketing who was working, and like it looked like we were getting a bunch of new characters. Those all kind of got squashed very quickly with mm-hmm. the introduction of this thing called spirits mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is just kind of a way to, for them to prolong the game's longevity. Cause like, they're like, Oh, there are thousands upon thousands of these spirits. And what a spirit is, it's like you can equip one to a fighter. Uh, and then there are a bunch of support spirits. And what these do is they give you like different benefits that you could add, like, Oh, you could have an auto heal where like every couple seconds, like your health damage will like reduce a little bit. Um, Sam's gonna take a nap apparently. Anyways, um, I don't know who asked for this or why they thought this was a good idea. Uh, and like, this was their way of removing trophies. And so, in previous Smash games, you could get trophies for doing like cool stuff in the game. Um, and so now these spirits are there, and like, you do different like they they do basically uh like there's one I forget the Mega Man character's name, but like. To get this guy's spirit, you have to fight a gigantic Mega Man who does more damage to you. I was like, okay, that's interesting, I suppose. Um, and there's different levels of spirits. I just... It doesn't sound fun. I don't know anyone who's going to be like, ah, you know what I really want to play Smash with? These spirits. Like, no, everyone's just going to play without them. So it kind of feels like a pointless mode. I'm sure people <laughs> are going to play with them. Yeah. But it just feels like a pointless mode that you're adding. Their adventure mode looks kind of interesting because, like, they pretty much killed off every character in Smash except for Kirby. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't know how to feel about the DLC characters. Uh, I could give two shits less about Piranha Plant. Um, I think it's a slap in the fucking face because where's my Waluigi? Where is he? Yeah. You give me fucking Piranha Plant, but you can't give me Waluigi. Shame on you, Nintendo. Shame on you, Sakurai. Um, I just... This... Yeah, I don't... And then, like... They spend so much time like going over like menus. Okay, Cody, I have to interrupt you there because I've just had enough of this smash talk and I just can't stand it anymore. I'm done with it, okay? We are done. Um, and actually, the reason that we are done is because we've had a real 
big problem with the stream. And apparently the last part of our podcast got cut off and it got cut off in the middle of talking about Smash. So we don't know what happened there. Uh, we thought we were still streaming and, and going great, but apparently it was just going into an abyss of nothingness. Uh, so we're just yeah. going to, we're just going to recap just a few short things and then we're going to wrap this up because um, obviously we're not the best at streaming live podcasts and, we should we should have done better testing. My fault. My fault. It's fine. Uh, no, it's no one's fault. We, it's my computer. We tried fault. something new. We tried, we something, tried new. something new. We thought we'd do something fun for you guys. I hope at least a little bit of it was fun. I just checked back the video. The video part of this is going to be real bad. So sorry about that, but it, it's fine. Uh, it's very choppy. Oh my god, he just lost his hat. Lost again. my hat. He lost his hat. All right. All right. Um, so we mentioned extra life at the beginning of the show. We're just going to give a real quick recap of that. I had a fun little anecdote that I told, which I told Cody, I'm going to tell it again, because I was like, oh, he's trying the headphones over the hat. That's not working. This is okay. He's looking like a DJ now. Um, so we were playing Fortnite yesterday, me and Jess, because and my mom was really excited about this because she's seen the Fortnite dancing stuff, just like in popular culture around. And she was like really excited to see us dancing in the game. Uh, but then we got into it and she was kind of disappointed by how little dancing there actually is in the game. So we got to this point and I was like, okay, I want to do some dancing for you. So I'm going to dance. Jess, you go take care of these zombies that are attacking us. So, you know, that's, that's a thing I like to do in games. I dance while my partner does the heavy lifting. So Cody knows that very well. Uh, yes, I do. So this is what we're doing. She's attacking the zombies. I'm over here having a great time dancing. And this other player just comes up and kills me, obviously, because what are you going to do? Um, so I was like, well, you know, that's, that's what happens. I dance myself to death, you know, uh, in the chat, my mom, spicy thing that she is, she writes something along the lines of, well, if your partner had been better at shooting, you wouldn't have ended up dead. I was just like, damn, mom. <laughs> so, uh, Jess was like, wow, man, don't want to, don't want to take on Sam's mom. Uh, but yeah, so we had a good time. Mom had a good time. I'm glad she got to tune in. Um, yeah, and if you ever wonder like where some of my spice comes from, it's my mom, obviously. So yeah. yeah. All right, um, Cody, we you had some adventures last night too while we were streaming some games. Yeah. Um, so we uh, streamed that's you. It's a fun little game where like you all play on your phone kind of and uh, stuff up also on the screen. Um, so like we play a quick game of that, pretty good. Uh, and I was like, all right, we're gonna swap over to Overcooked while Sam goes to get ready to play Neverwinter. Uh, with Jess, and so I'm like, all right, oh, I load up Overcooked. I'm like, all right, how do I invite people? Nothing's coming up. I played the first campaign, like like a tutorial, you know, you got to play a tutorial before you can do stuff. So I do that. Nothing's coming up. I'm like, all right, guys, let's try and invite through the party. So I do that. Nothing. Like, let me do a quick Google. Like, let me just see what's uh what's going on here. So uh. I Google does Overcooked one have online co-op, and it's like, uh, first article that comes up is like Overcooked two finally adds online co-op, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> we didn't do any research. This is bad. So I'm like, I text Sam. I'm like, hey, uh, you know the worst time to find out Overcooked doesn't have online co-op when you're about to stream it. Yeah. So we're gonna play another game of That's You. So we play another game of That's You. Uh, Melissa won. Um, but yeah, that was uh, quite the blunder on my part. I sure I should have looked into that a little bit more before I uh, paid $3 for that game. Well, and the sad thing is, 
you, Megs, Byron, and Melissa all paid to buy that game just for extra yeah. life. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, and then the really, really sad thing is, uh, I was talking to Jessica later. It's like, yeah, they tried to play Overcooked and it doesn't have online co-op. She's like, you know, when I saw that, I was like confused because I didn't think it had online co-op, but I thought I must be wrong. So I didn't say anything. I was like, Jessica, you always have to tell on. us if we're going to do something stupid. So yeah. I don't know, man. We, it's fine. It's fine. You ended up having a great time playing some more That's You. It's a fun game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had various technical blunders, such as the one that just occurred on this podcast while we're having to re-record this. So it's fine. We're, we're playing for a good cause and we're having a good time. So if you would like to donate, you can go to geekartgames.com slash extra life. And even though you're listening to this podcast on Monday after we're all done with our streams, uh, you can still donate year round. So there you go. Um, yeah. All right. To wrap things up, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Geek Art Games. Our main Twitch feeds right now for Extra Life are going through Geek Art Games. No, 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 no. They're going to twitch.tv slash Geek Art Games. Okay. Our YouTube channel is geekartgames.com slash YouTube. You can join our chats at geekartgames.com slash Discord. You can buy a shirt at geekartgames.com slash shirts. So I'm on Twitter at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Cody? I'm at comic Cody. All right. And that will do it. Thank you again so much for everyone who tuned in, and especially the people who tuned in for the, the problem-filled live broadcast. But, yeah. you know, it's great. It's great. It's fine. All right. <clears throat> All right, Cody the Kid, take it away. Or just two cowboys who are rooting to... Rooting, tooting, shooting games. Do 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 Yeehaw! Yeehaw!